Bad pitches create a bad outcome for both sides. Media is only getting more and more important. Um, and that, that's exactly what led us uh, here in the US. So as we come to the end of another busy pitch year, what advice do we have for marketers in 2019? This year has been an incredibly busy pitch year. Um, and, and we, I think, have had a very privileged seat at many of these pitches. We managed around $10 billion worth of some very high profile uh, media reviews this year. And I think there are three key themes that I've taken from the reviews that we've managed. The first is that media is only getting more and more important. And that's a reflection of how high I think media is within the corporate agenda. The second thing is that uh, media pitching is getting harder. It's getting better, but it's yeah. getting harder. And we'll talk about that uh, shortly. And the third thing is that it's actually getting really, really competitive. Um, the challenge for brands is how do they become a priority pitch within a very congested calendar and with, with agencies really having to focus their attention and resource against fewer pitches. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that, that's exactly what led us uh, here in the US to, we partnered this year with the four A's, which uh, many viewers will know is the trade body that represents the agency community in the US. And we partnered with them on a piece of research yeah. this year, which we've published quite recently. Uh, we'll link to that uh, down below. You can download the full report from the four A's website and from our website. Um, and we, we surveyed uh, about 60 of the CEOs of their member agencies in the US, specifically asking where the biggest pain points are in, in a typical mm. media pitch. The ambition, of course, from that research is that that will help us to um, work with the forays, work with agencies, and work with the advertisers that we represent um, to improve the process for everybody. So the implication uh, for them, for, for both sides is bad pitches create a bad outcome for both sides. They are a huge drain on, agent, on finite agency resources and they don't result in creating the right kind of agency relationship for the advertiser. Um, and this, these are, this was particularly highlighted in the research. So there was two really clear areas where agencies uh, said that there were particular pain points in a typical media pitch. The first was lack of clarity in the brief. So really understanding the objectives uh, of the advertiser uh, and a far too many questions for kind of generic questions yeah. in, in briefs that could be much more focused and specific. And the second was understanding the evaluation criteria. Yeah. At the moment, that agency saying that is not clear enough. They don't understand how the decision is going to be made so they can't optimize their resources against that decision. And, I, and I, I couldn't agree more. Certainly in the reviews that we've managed this year and, and the, the, the most successful ones uh, have exhibited kind of commonalities. The first is that the client is extremely clear as to the role that the agencies will be playing in any future relationship. So defining yeah. the ambition for the review and placing that in a very inspirational way within the brief is, is critical. And the second thing is understanding how the agencies are going to be evaluating. So going through the, the difficult, often challenging thought process of 
identifying how you will be evaluating your agencies throughout the process and aligning all of the stakeholders behind the, that common framework is absolutely critical. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, agencies will, agencies will prioritise the best pitch briefs. You know, just because you're a major advertiser doesn't mean you can't take for granted that agencies will fall over themselves to prioritise your brief. Um, the best briefs are what get the agency excited. And so, you know, I completely agree this is as relevant here as anywhere else in the world. Um, that when you invest time in the preparation, it creates the best brief. Well, what we do know is that uh, media pitches are more complicated than they've ever been before. And that's for the right reasons. Yeah. So the first thing that marketers should be doing when they're approaching pitching for next year is be really, really clear what they're looking for from a media agency partner. It's got to be more than just cheaper, cheaper costs. And that means investing the right amount of time in preparing for the pitch process. Yeah. You can compress the pitch timelines, the actual pitch itself, into a pretty short amount of time. Agencies like quick, well-managed processes, but don't, under any circumstances, cut short the preparation time. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, there's, there's, there's a fabulous quote that we've used for years uh, from Abraham Lincoln, if you remember, which is, uh, you know, if I, it is kind of somewhat misquoted, I think, or misattributed to him, but he apparently said something like, you know, if you give me six hours to cut down a tree, I'll spend the first four sharpening my axe. Uh, preparation is yeah. absolutely everything when it comes to, to preparing for a pitch. And we see it time and time again. You know, there's no shortcuts uh, to a good pitch. You're better to shortcut the actual process of the pitch itself, uh, but not to compromise on the, on the preparation. Um, the other major thing, I think, you know, our advice to marketers is, is this clarity on the evaluation criteria. It's hard work to do that up front. You have to be really clear, uh, you know, exactly what your objectives are, the stakeholders, who's going to kind of get a vote, who's going to score, and then what the different stages of scoring is going to be, and be able to share that with the agency to say, where's the weighting of the scoring based on different things? We talk about, you know, a ratio between uh, capability, cultural fit and commercial terms, we call them the three C's. And really that should be the emphasis of evaluation criteria. If you can tell agencies up front really where your focus is yeah. across those three things, it's incredibly helpful to help them prioritise the pitches that, that are most suited to their capabilities. Those advertisers that will win in the future, that will drive true competitive advantage from their media spend, are those that see media as a, as a lever for growth. And the process by which they select their partners has to be worthy of that ambition. Okay then, so uh, good week four. A good week for Sir Martin Sorrell and his company S4C. Yep. Uh, they have agreed to buy 
the programmatic buying agency uh, called Mighty Hive for the sum of $150 million. So this is his second wow. purchase uh, as he kind of looks for world domination through S4C. So it's a, it's a, it's a big, been a big week for, uh, for Martin Sorrell. Yeah, that's good. And we, we said like, you know, the, the, the next acquisition uh, of S4C, in, particularly in the digital media space, was going to be very telling. This is a US-based yeah. programmatic consultancy, they call themselves. Yeah. Um, very involved in in-housing media and very interesting company. So uh, keep an eye on that. Yeah. And it's been a bad week for? Uh, well, it's somewhat a bad week for um, one of the agency groups, MDC. Um, which is one of the smaller holding groups, but they you know, have some phenomenal agencies, mostly uh, some very famous creative agencies. Um, they have been uh, through in a number of troubles over the last few years, um, and their share price kind of plummeted from a peak of nearly $30 down to about $3 earlier wow. this year. Um, they are rumoured to, well, they, it's well known that they've been up for sale, really, for the last couple of years. It looks like Accenture are the likely uh, winners of the bidding, um, which is going to be really interesting. So Accenture Interactive will take on about 50 different companies mm. in, in one kind of big, large gulp there, which will be a challenge. So it, it kind of brings the end of the pain, perhaps, for some of the shareholders of, of M, uh, MDC, but they, you know, they lose their independence at that point, uh, and they become part of a, a potentially a bigger group, which is interesting. Mm. Um, I should mention as well, not really a good week or a bad week, but just to pay some tribute really, Keith Weed, who's the yeah. CMO of Unilever and one of the most high profile CMOs uh, in the world, uh, has been a, a, you can genuinely call him a veteran of Unilever, he's been there 35 years, has an, he's announced that he will retire in 2019. Um, and Keith is one of the most uh, prominent and influential voices in global marketing. Uh, he's created an, an, quite an incredible legacy at, at Unilever, the focus particularly on you know, sustainability yeah. and inclusion in recent years um, has, has been a powerful influence on the, on the industry. He's been a somewhat kind of a, soft, a softer approach than his, his peer and rival at, Mark, uh, at, at P&G, Mark Pritchard, who we obviously we talk a lot more about Mark because he's very, been very focused on media, he's been very focused on driving you know, clarity and accountability and transparency much softer approach uh, historically from Keith Weed, but great marketer and a, a huge positive influence on, on the industry and so uh, it's a, a quite a, a big moment for him to be stepping down. Absolutely. Okay, question of the week. Proper preparation prevents poor performance? Yes, no, whatever. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, click down below for more resources to help you prepare for a proper pitch. Uh, that's your media snack for this week. Thank you for watching. Bye for now. See you next time.